But he don't want, but he don't want no smoke, y'all. Peace, family. 19 Keys tapping in. I appreciate y'all coming. I'm about to go live on IG as well so that I can make these announcements. All right. All right. So there's a few things I want to talk about. Boom. And we're going to get into it starting off now. All right. Thank you all for your patience. If you're just watching this for the first time, all right. Peace, 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 peace. All right. I had to get back into my environment so I can do this right and I can do this correctly. <clears throat> so, got my notes here today. So, there should be no interruptions. There should be no issues. So, first, I want to start off with some housekeeping. So, the announcements that I want to have mainly are about you know, um, and, and for those who are on my previous lives, you all are privy to it. But the announcements beforehand was the fact that we are doing a daily keys report. This daily keys report will, of course, be brought to you by me. Um, and what we're going to be doing is we are going to not only have newsletters, but we're going to be having a 19 keys we're going to have 19 keys radio and 19 keys radio is really my up my updates on a daily basis being able to tap into my thoughts um ideas you know going over global issues concerns solutions so therefore you know you're not just waiting for high level conversations for the movies that we put out but you're getting that 19 keys update daily whether it's news topics whether it's new science out there in the world whether it's motivational, no matter what it is, we locked in. All right. Where is, where did I put my, my mushroom coffee at? Oh, and mushroom coffee coming soon, man. We got a lot of stuff going on. Huh? Yeah, let me, let me get that. Yeah, we got the glasses. We got a lot of different things. One thing before I get started, and you see it's important for what I'm doing is I need you all to always have something coming always be building always be working towards something right we're going to be announcing wearable tech we're going to be announcing our coffee is crazy i drink this every day um you know we're talking about the coffee that has you know the properties that enhance mental abilities and mental agility and things of that nature so i drink this to make sure that i get my wiring straight right um of course we got the top crowns that's going to be coming in our new collections um we have uh boom one second we have um of course you know um 19 minutes which is a new show that's going to be coming out so i talk to a different variety of people and we get to sit down and we get to have basically a quick ted talk 
It's not meant to be, you know, three hours long. These are going to be quick, efficient, go in, come out, and we're done. And we're going to talk about different topics. And I'm, of course, going to tap y'all in to all of the people that I know that's in my Rolodex, right? And it's a lot of people. There's going to be some surprise guests that y'all wouldn't even think to see on the show. So that's going to be amazing. Hold on, let me get some people out here. Um, yeah, the coffee, I think it's going to be a big hit. You know what I'm saying? It's good. Uh, for me, I like to keep it in a bottle like this. So we might even have our own thermal cups because I like to keep it warm throughout the whole entire day. So Crown's Coffee and Conversations, I like that. <laughs> get your morning brew with 19 keys. All right, so I want to jump into it because I want to give you all some game. Right. Um, not only that, we will be announcing our mentorship program. Um, we got a nonprofit, but on the mentorship side, you know, we really wanted to think about something that's thoughtful and a program to where a lot of people hit me up and they like keys. Um, you know, I, I, I want to do some mentorship with you. And I haven't created a program that I feel like is customizable for like one on ones. Right. Um, it have more doing things with just group. Right. And this mentorship, I need y'all to understand that once we start this program, right, ain't no stopping. Like once you in it, you got to be ready to, to win at life. And I don't want people that's not ready to win at life. I want people that's really prepared. I want people that's really ready to go. Right. Um, because we're we're going to be doing some things to where I can't take everybody as a client. But some people I really want to take from, you know, your current level to your highest level. Right. And, and that's going to require us to really sit down and do some work with you. And you have to be prepared for that. Right. That's that's that means that we might have to do some some physical training with you. We got to actually work out and get that transformation on a physical level to invigorate you, because I want people that they hire self. Right. We, some people want to be greater speakers. Some people want to go to that next level of business. Some people want to maintain their confidence in the world as they go out, you know, become better leaders you know, just go through that transformation process of, of what it's like to strengthen yourself with that highest mentality. So, you know, that process that I believe that made me who I am, there is a formulaic process to becoming better, to becoming and living on that edge. Like everybody should live on the edge, right, of reality. Everybody's not living at their edge, unfortunately. A lot of people want soft life. And I'm telling you, cut that shit out right now. Stop it. Stop letting people sell y'all on the soft life. I'm done. I talked about it for women, but I'm when I talked about it on high level, it was more so talking about this feminine aspect on how you utilize your feminine ways to soften your approach. But it doesn't mean that you don't work hard, right? Because it's hard to find people with a good work ethic. And I know we're going to be talking about AI, but I want to get this out. People with good work ethic are rare. When I was young, I had all sort of different jobs. Right. I had jobs when I was ever since I was like a young child. I remember times where I had to work a whole restaurant by myself. I had jobs doing security. We had jobs doing uh, painting houses. Right. To doing a whole lot of different things. And I always prided myself on a good work ethic. Today, people are lazy. Right. Everybody wants to get paid. Right. And, and to do a job. But nobody actually want to help you grow. Right. Everybody wants to want to collect a check, but nobody want to help you write the checks. It's a completely different thing when you don't want writing checks. And I changed my viewpoint on employees because it's like, listen, I'm going to make sure that you get paid, but you're not making sure that I get paid. You're only doing as much work that you can say you've done what's in your title. 
I don't care about job subscriptions. I don't care about titles. You have to do what's necessary for this thing to explode, for this thing to grow, for everybody to go to their highest level, right? Otherwise, if I got to treat you like an employee, right? It's like talking to a robot. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, we're not in it for that. Like, I got, like, what I've built, if you were part of this and you over here in this camp and you don't see the vision and the value of you submitting and putting in your 110% every single day so that it can grow and we can create more opportunities, I don't want you. And a lot of you all may be working for teams. A lot of you all are working for entrepreneurs and working for people building a dream, but you're putting in minimum effort. You're not going above and beyond because society has told you to not work hard for other people, right? Because your parents worked hard or somebody else. So now you feel like you deserve something that you ain't even worked for. And your work ethic has depreciated to where you've given these opportunities, but you're not taking advantage of them. You're supposed to get in there and prove yourself once you get an opportunity. You're supposed to go above and beyond, which means that you can't do that if you can't think. And that's the problem that I'm finding is that most people can't think. Most people can't think. That's the issue, Shaka. They just can't think. So it's like, and when I mean can't think, I mean think for yourself without always being told. If you see an opportunity, and then if you can't, if you don't know what to do, how how can, if, if I'm here, what am I doing good and what can I be doing better? Two questions you should ask yourself. What am I doing good already? Okay, I'm doing this. Now, what can I do better? What should I double down on? Think about how the people around you can get better results so it increases your value. Employee retention is at an all-time low because everybody wants something that they don't deserve. The people that got stuff, people are oftentimes, you know, mad at the rich. And I understand it to a certain extent. But where it becomes, you know, this disillusionment thing is when the person that you're mad at is working harder than you. You can be mad at the 1% all you want to, but if they're working harder than you, man, you better study them. You better study them. So I believe you deserve what you work for. So if you put in that work, it's yours. Now, if I'm going to get mine, I got to go put in that work as well. Clear cut, that's the way I look at it. You ain't got it, you don't deserve it. The whole world wants reparations right now. I get it. But y'all don't understand that this is creating more of a, a welfare state. And this welfare state is to believe that the government is going to give you something that they not, and you start depending on this government. Nobody owe you nothing. That's the mentality that you got to have. You got to have nobody's going to save me. Nobody owes me nothing. So I need to move forward. And I need to go put in my best effort and I need to not make excuses. And I need to make sure that I consume all of the opportunity to get the most out of it. That's the key. So if you're working for me and you're not making me no money and you're not making my, my business better, yet you're ciphering from the value that I'm creating, I don't need you around. I need you to go take a class to get better. I need you to go spend your own money to get a mentorship to get better so you can do better to increase the bottom line. 
But if you just want to be a robot, if you just want to be a butler and being told what to do and don't ever want to elevate, all right, but I don't need you around. Not for me. Not me at all. That's not how we operate. So you have to be able to make yourself uncomfortable, to stretch yourself, to feel a little bit of that pain in order to get a lot of that growth. If you're not willing to do that, then you don't deserve it. It's a lot of opportunities. Y'all want to hear no more problems and no more excuses. Y'all can keep the problems and the excuses. Keep them. Everything else, a lot of it is just your mental health is so messed up that you can't focus. And I get it because it's hard because every day we on these damn phones, every day this content and this social media is constantly pulling us and it's destroying us and the content that we consume is killing your life. People are complaining about Erica Mena saying the N-word on Love and Hip Hop as if the whole show is not a distraction. The whole show is trash. I don't care if some people are making money. People always make money in capitalism. Doesn't mean that the product that they making money off of is good. So when you consuming trash like that, what you think your mind is full of? Now you go try to focus after that? How you go focus after you just consume trash all day? How you go, how you go try to be a soft woman? How you go try to be a good man to consuming trash all day? How you gonna start to try to get in a relationship, but what you see in yo is nothing but terrible conflict resolution. It's nothing but bad relationships. It's nothing but drama. How you gonna have peace in a house after that? If that's what you consume, you gonna start reflecting that. This is why I'm glad you all watch high level conversations because this is good content. This content to where, okay, I just listened to something intelligent. Now I'm thinking. So now when you operate in your business, now when you operate in and you're moving in, in your structure, now you're operating from a completely different thought process, from a high level thought process. You can't, listen, the human body is a frequency absorber. You can't sit there and absorb negative frequency and think that you're going to emit positive frequency. That's not how it works. <laughs> You, you, you think that if your food goes into a microwave or it goes into some situation where it absorbs radiation somehow, that you're going to get anything other than radiated food and substance out of that? It's the same thing with your body. So if you're literally consuming it within your cells, within your body, it's tuning you. So I don't know how you think that you're going to produce something other than what you consume. Nah, man, and the people who make that, they know, they prey upon you. Ain't no love in hip-hop. It's a death trap. We know that. I'm put, Listen, I'm about to get to the AI tools in just a second. But I need us to understand this because this is very important. We have to remoralize our minds. I've, I've gotten caught up in it. Endless scrolling. What the hell am I even looking for? I'm learning to like really set my phone down a lot more. Like, not even want it in a room sometime with me because the attachment that I have to this device is too high. And you know it's bad when the CEO of the company has to tell you to stop using his product so much. That's like a drug dealer coming to the crackhead saying, man, man, hey, man, you came back too many times today. I can't take your money. Slow down. 
So <laughs> when Tim Cook got to go on record saying that, listen, you should not be using a phone as much. It's not meant to control your life. It was meant to enhance your life. But the way that we give babies these phones and the way we give babies these sugars, you're creating unnatural addictions to things that are highly addictive. Everything about social media is created with a factor of addiction to increase utility, to increase usage of it. It's not just a tool, it's a drug. So because people don't want to parent no more, they throw their kids in front of this particular drug, this device that's way stronger than your child mind. And that that device controls your child. Your child doesn't control that device. So the symbiotic relationship between man and machine is already being merged. So people say, I'm never going to put a chip in my skin. I'm never going to do that. But your phone is a chip that you carry around all day. The only difference is you haven't embedded it in you, but you're telling me that you don't want something that you pay and carry it around all day long. You go keep it on your pocket, keep it on your persons, keep it next to you. But you're saying that this thing that you keep is a part of some conspiracy of evil, yet you won't go nowhere without it. So how do you think the next generation is going to see this? The next generation of Gen X, shout out to Tall Guy, the next generation of Gen X and Gen Z, man, they just tapped in with it. So when they say, hey, you want to put something in your brain, you want to put something in your body, you want to interface with a deeper connection and make your life better, they're going to be like, give me the chip. They're going to be like, put it in my brain. You know what I'm saying? It's going to start with, you know, the Vision Pro with uh, uh, um, Apple. It's going to have people connected to reality in a different way. And a lot of people are not talking about this enough since the announcement, but this Apple Vision is going to change things because it goes from being over your eyes to inside so it's getting closer and closer and closer because it's going to change the interface or eventually we won't be holding these phones they're going to say the phones is toxic right they're going to say that it's they go they go say that we got to switch devices because of the doom scrolling because of the, the 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 engagement on mental health is not good in the un and the world leading experts and people are saying that one of the biggest issues is the mental health decline of society globally. So that means the same way that they going at the ESG, the same way that they going at the climate control, they gonna start going after mental health, right? So now everybody's gonna have to start making all of these devices in their businesses mental health friendly. Because it's getting too bad. The, de the degrading of the mindset of the generation that's coming up. So, so you know, it, it, it's getting bad and it's here. So it's going to have to change the way we do products. Mindfulness is going to be a huge business. So when you're talking about from an investment standpoint, from an investment standpoint, companies that are in the health and the mental health field that start to solve these problems, they're going to get major contracts with the government. They're going to be the ones that are, are, are certified as investor friendly. Like, hey, this company promotes mental health. This is why Apple is in the health field in the first place. COVID has increased the amount of mental health issues that society have.
increased it by tenfold. Social media has increased it. Now they're gonna try to blame a lot of stuff on the last pandemic, but it, those numbers were already going in that direction. All it did was increase it. The sad, stress, anxiety, depression, suicide. The sads are terrible. Why? Because of the meds. Mobilization, automation, digitization. Now, DB, we know it has nothing to do with the actual reality, but they are mafia. They've been controlling things. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about ESG, it don't matter if it, it matters how much power they have. <laughs> We know that, of course, they utilize it for their agenda, but they do have power. And it's not going to just be an ESG. Even when that goes away, they're going to come up with more things to say that this is how we grade this to be good for public health and public safety in society. It's been BS. So I'm looking at 20 years out, 30 years out, where are we headed, right? Where are we going? So we have to pay attention to the changes and we have to pay attention to the triggers because it lets you know what is happening and what is going to happen because you got to invest in the future. You don't invest in the present because that investment is already taken up. So now we're at this point, mental health decline is at the highest rates that has ever been, stress is at the highest, anxiety is the highest. Being able to be at one with self, being able to be at peace with self and then operating in the world, man, is a complete advantage. You know, people have so many anxieties and we constantly put ourselves in the anxiety of living in a world where people don't know how to stay uh, afloat you know, uh, people have to worry about rising prices on, on food, on transportation, on communication, right, on everything. And they're trying to keep up with this. And people are getting displaced. People are losing jobs. People have future shock, which is an increase in disorientation um, and anxiety because of the vast changes and shifts that are constantly happening in reality and society consistently. So learning how to deal with that is to think ahead and do these experiments in your mind so that when these things do change, you are not getting anxiety because you already ran it in your head. You ran the scenario of change in your head, which is a scientifically proven way so that people don't get future shock. But we always shock. We shock by AI. When ChatGPT, OpenAI, first of all, OpenAI's founder, Sam Walton, uh, is the same guy who founded uh, WorldCoin that I talked about, right, a while ago. And this WorldCoin, when I first heard about it, I thought it was crazy because he's paying people for their biometrics, specifically their eye data, and then giving them tokens. And then some people believe that he's actually preying upon, right, poor people because Yes, they're going to take some crypto for their data, but they don't know how that data is used. And now this company is saying that the data is not used, that it just creates a file to say that we took the data, but we don't keep the data. And they're saying that, well, everybody is going to have to have some sort of, 
you know, layer of identity protection in a world of AI, in a world of quantum supremacy and quantum computing that, you know, you're going to have to have more layers, basically the same way you go and give the police, you know, your uh, identification and your fingerprinting and your eye scan. You have to do that as a KYC so people can know their customers so you know that you're talking to a real person. Because the AIs are getting so increasingly good, right, that they are able to fool a large percentage of the population today. They're getting so good that they can utilize your voice and they can use it as a for credit card scam today, right? Like they're getting so good that you can feed these AIs and they can have a whole conversation with somebody on the phone in a short term and they may not even know at all. Now it's getting to the point they can clone your likeness, take your voice, and now they're able to utilize it. They, they've done studies where they show that people didn't even realize that they were talking to an AI, right, at first. And some people didn't realize it at all. And as this technology hits in the next 10 years, in the next 20 years, it's going to be bad. Elizabeth Acquire asked, what am I selling? Nothing. If you want to listen, listen. If you want to leave the classroom, please get out because you interrupted. So all I'm trying to do is, is give you some awareness. This is free game to just listen, right? So yeah, the authentication tools won't be as useful, especially if we get to a quantum computing world. <laughs> and then all of the DNA data that they're getting from the 23andMe, from the Ancestry, Right, they're using that to create customizable data. You're going to see a lot of cures come out so calledly. You're going to see a lot of things that can help with, you know, slowing down the process of aging. Because in a society to where they're not growing more babies, how do you keep that population, or how do you continue to get money from that population? You got to get, you got to keep them alive. How do you keep them alive? You got to start curing some of these diseases that they have. You have to slow down that process of aging. So they're focused on trying to create immortality right now. They're trying to be real vampires and they're doing everything that they can to live forever because they don't see their legacy continuing because of, you know, this, this uh, baby bust that they call it when people are not having as many babies. And a lot of people are not having it, not just because of a, a biological imperative, but more so a, a psychological where they're fearful of the future. So therefore they don't want to have a child. And definitely don't want to have like nine of them. You know what I'm saying? The most you're getting out of the new generation is one. <laughs> most you're getting out of them is like one or two. You know what I'm saying? They ain't, hey, women today is like babies. Where? That's not what I was for. I watched this show. Oh, man. I watched this show. I forget what it's called. But um, it's about the future of parenting and them giving the opportunity in order for a woman to not have a baby in her body, they created like these little eggs. So she can now have the baby in this artificial womb, right? The show is, is, is terrible, it's scary, right? So it's, it's shaped like an egg, right? You can kind of customize the baby and feed it what you wanted to feed and have the baby have a whole playing list. And it was crazy because they was really talking about the evolution of the woman, of her not having a baby and listing out all of these talking points, right? And then they show how the men were becoming a lot of times more attached to the baby than the women because the women couldn't create this mother instinct connection, right? Now, this is not some 
crazy sci-fi movie. This is a close future that they've already started implementing already. They already started implementing. What you gonna think they're gonna be doing with all this DNA data? They wanna get it from celebrities. They wanna get it from smart people. Cause what if I can hit them with the, with the NBA gene, hit them with the NFL gene, hit them with the philosopher gene. Now you, what, what kind of baby you want? You want a thinker? Man, we got you. You want a little artist, baby? You want a little roundabout? That might cost you a little more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want a good looking, little ugly babies, or that's the cheapest you can get. You want an ugly baby, little to no talents? Man, we got you. That's the, you get a payment plan on that one. Don't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody, the little designer babies, now that's going to be different. <laughs> as, as, as shocking as the future feels, in a world where, you know, um, in a world where they can just throw propaganda at things and make people believe it, you know, and these talking points become, you know, a reality that people get behind, right? I can already see so many people being activists saying that, no, you, you're right. It's too dangerous for women to have babies. I can see the next generation saying that I would rather a career than a baby and that women have always had to carry the babies and this is not fair. I can just see it. I can see it. Then they're going to use the smallest percentage first to validate the larger thing. Well, some women can have babies. Then they're going to say, well, black women is so dangerous when they do have babies because of racist hospitals. So instead of goddamn going and creating a better healthcare system, right, we're going to say, let's go ahead and get rid of pregnancy, natural pregnancy altogether and have GMO babies. Man, I listen, the way that propaganda spreads and the way that information spreads is crazy. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it is crazy. Let the celebrities start doing it, right? And let it trickle down and they become a, a, a woman's rights issue. You know what I'm saying? Her body, her choice, and boom, artificial wounds for everybody. Because a lot of society already don't believe in the nuclear family. So I don't see how it's sustainable if the conservative approach of keeping those values and what's considered to be a nuclear family, you know, in continuation, um, it's going to be easy for them to implement other different things. So I just I'm and, and I'm only telling you all this now because you got to really think about the future. Not just the future of what they create. Think about the future of what you want to create. And this is probably the best part of this talk right here. A lot of times we do get boggled down on the viewpoint, right? Uh, that we think that, you know, the 1% uh, is having, the rulers of, or the 5%, I should say, is having, or no, let me say that. I'm say the 10%. The 10%. Is having instead of saying that, okay, what do I want for the future? How do I want to control it? When you see these young geniuses that they say graduated from school at like 13, 15, where do they disappear to? They disappear to build somebody else's ideas, right? Oftentimes they're not coming from these orchard rich families, they're coming even from middle class or poor. So, therefore, once they come from these families, right? Then they taking these scholarships, they taking these grants, and they start working for somebody's vision of the future. We need somebody that intelligent for this vision that's this broad. 
right? Companies that have funds, they only like to fund ideas that's going to change the world. And then they get the brain intelligence and the intelligentsia of the world to work for them. Today, Elon Musk has mostly all of the top engineers when it comes to working on brain interface. So if you wanted to create a device as well, it'd be very hard pressed for you to find somebody because they're getting offered a job to $300,000, right? This is how you control the intelligence and the genius of the world with money because nobody else can afford to offer them more than what you do. So even when you want to create these tech startups and you really have these ideas, who's going to build it for you? The person that comes up with the vision is not often the person that builds it. But without the visionary having the funds, then there's no connection to bring it into reality. So we may see other cultures create things, not because they're smarter than these people over here. It's just because of the way that the world operates. They have more money to fund it and push it out there. So until the funding changes, right, and the ability to grant the most brilliant minds, the most intelligent minds of the culture, of course, they're going to like this is they're going to want to have access to money. Nobody wants to be a genius and poor at the same time when they can help their family and they can live this particular higher life. They're not going to want that at all. So they say, no, OK, I'll go work for these companies so that I can buy my mom a house so that I can afford to get my wife what she wants and get my kids and allow them to go to whatever school they want to. So the brain trust of the world is swallowed up by capitalism. Right. So they control the greatest thinkers. So now when they have an idea, they take that brain power and they say, hey, now use your intelligence to solve the problems we need help with. So this is how the future is controlled by the visionaries who have the funds. Right. All they do is pay for it. Now, the thing that we have is no matter what you create, somebody has to influence people in order to use it. So what we have is the greatest influence over society. And I'm going to start using the word society more than I use culture. Right? Because I think culture is this word that we often use to where we're trying to separate this aspect, right, of our enrichment and our values, right? But we live in a blended society. We live in a super integrated society. And not just from a uh, uh environmental physical level but from a mental and a psychological level you'll be hard pressed to say that this person's consciousness is directly from the culture and that it's not the same as somebody from a different culture no go look at TikTok. these little children these, these new younger children that come from the suburbs sound just like a, a, a somebody that grew up in the hood nowadays same vocab and it's not fake to them because this is how they learn they learn from the internet Right. So they're like an AI model that's being trained on all the languages of the world instead of the languages of your environment. So that's society training them from a global societal perspective. It used to be just hip hop was the one that was embedding the languages, right, that people would listen to. Now, nah, hip hop ain't the only influencer in the game. Now these children are listening to other children and getting it from a global. So they like, how are you going to tell me I can't use that word or say this or do this? Like, you know, they grew up as little children and people hearing it on TikTok and they say it's so fluent and so smooth. So you have to understand that the world has been globally. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. 
by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Integrated, right? And this integration has changed the landscape of society. So while we say the culture is really not real because the culture is not some incubation to where it is only influenced by us. The culture is not even funded or controlled by us. So say the culture, what culture? No, we have to speak in terms of society now. Because the same issues that's happening with them white folks, them poor white folks happen to the poor black folks. Them same issues that they have with the government, you have. And they're saying demoralization, emasculation, family dynamic change is happening through all, it's happening everywhere, whether you realize it or not. We just paying attention to our own problems. The same, you know, the, 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 the spiritual dryness, the disconnection from God, that's happening with everybody. This demon time that people is on, go look at, go look at uh Doja Cat, go look at Lil Uzi. Right? They on demon time, full heavy. Them is little, how, who you think is at their concerts? So this is not an isolated cultural phenomenon. This is a societal phenomenon. And when you start thinking in broader societal terms, not only does it make you more empathetic, you actually start to speak on more national and global interest. And with that, you get more support, you get allies, you get more funding. Because now you're speaking on things that are directly good for what you consider your culture, but it's also good for the world. And nobody stands in your way when you're doing something good for the world. So from a strategic perspective, you have to think from a societal term. How do you take these small businesses and especially when you look in categories where the smaller businesses happen to be made up of, yes, black men and black women in these particular categories, but you talking about small businesses in a sense that you want to help small businesses increase the aesthetics, increase their business, increase the back end so they can increase sales, create more jobs. That's going to directly affect your interests. So you got local interests, you have national interests, and you have global interests. So we have to think because the things that happen at a national level affect us at a local level. So we talk AI, AI is not some local interest that affects national interests, that affects global interests. The, the health mental, the, the mental health issues, right, that we have, that affects national interests. The lack of financial literacy, national. It's, the remoralization of society because they've been demoralized, right, through media. That's a national problem. Somebody called me. Somebody trying to call me. I should have put it on do not disturb. That's my fault. You got to check. People always want to call. That's a national problem. Then, of course, AI taking jobs, 
Um, first of all, it's true. AI will take a lot. But it's slower than you think is going to happen, but it's faster than you think it's going to happen, probably. So when we talk about AI taking jobs, why is that the only narrative? You have to be careful. And this is something, game, I'm going to give you. Be careful of narrative control. Anytime you hear a slogan used over and 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 over, right? It's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. What does that mean? This means that it's embedded and programmed into your mind. It doesn't have to happen, but because you believe it happened, your actions, emotions, feelings will lead up to the eventuality of this occurring. Instead of saying that all y'all did was give us information, right? So now I know the future I want to create because how can you have a head start on the issue and then it still happens? That's like if, if, if you eat in too much of some kind of food in your diet, the doctor said, well, listen, man, if you eat this another, you know, thousand times, then you're going to get cancer. So are you going to eat it another thousand times and get cancer and show it to the doctor like I'm sick? Or did he just ward off an issue because now you've been diagnosed with the problem and you've been given this data so now you can make better decisions? So for me, the reason I don't get afraid of the future is because if you're telling me something's going to happen in the future, you just pre-warned me on how to move so that it doesn't become my future versus you're not telling me a sure thing because no future is sure. Because there are forces that want to control the future based on each agenda of different forces. So we all have what we want for the future. But most poor people have what they're programmed for the future because they can't think that far out because they're in survival mode. And survival makes you think of immediate concerns. So now you're stuck with this view. You're looking from here. But when you're supposed to think of the future, you're supposed to think from here. Like you're thinking from a global, like where's the world going to be? Right? And then, okay, well... Why do you have to be one of those people that are uh, hit with the issues of the future? Only the unprepared should be like that. So instead of reacting to the day that it happens, you're prepared years in advance so that it doesn't happen to you. So the question becomes is, okay, they say AI is going to take the job. Well, it can't take everybody's job. That's not a possible future. So you're telling me nobody's working? Wait a minute. Well, where's the money going to go? There's money in the world. Money has to flow somewhere. Money is like a river. It has to flow. Sometimes we create new pathways for that money to flow, right? So what would people be spending their money on? Why? I remember years ago, I got it written in my notes. And this was, this was like 2016, 2017. I started talking about drone delivery because I was sitting down in the park. And I just started thinking about the future and what would have to happen if so-and-so happened. I say drones here. I'll start looking at food delivery services. And I just start looking at the convenience factor that people want what, what the rich have. People don't just want what the rich have when it comes to, you know, the, the fashion. They want the lifestyle. So the lifestyle of the rich is being sold to the average as the new business model for society. Right. So timeshares, uh, Airbnb, right. Private drivers, Uber, right. Private chefs, Uber Eats. Right. So so now we're getting the services that was only for the rich. Right. You're going to have the nowadays you can get you a, a, a medical person come to your home. You can have somebody or you can have a, a teledoctor. 
right there. That was only, you watch the movies back in the day, that was only for the rich. So one of my prime thesis is that everything that was for the rich as a luxury is given to the poor. So what is going to be the new luxuries of the rich? In-person experiences that you, money can't buy, right? That in-person experience becomes even more expensive because you're going to be able to get a front row seat at an NBA game, but virtually. They already working and selling those rights to companies to do that. So now you've never had that perspective of sitting at a front row, but now you can pay for it. Now you get the perspective of the wealthy. So where's money go flow? It's going to flow in the infrastructure of the new experience. It's going to flow in the infrastructure because every time there's a new invention or a new shift, there's new millionaires. There's a new class of billionaires that come out. When the tech shift came out, right? There became the new tech billionaires. Now you got the Elon Wars going on. And it's interesting with the Elon Wars that's going on because now he's fighting other forces like the ADL. They are in an argument right now. Now he's going against, you know, um, what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg. So new forces always contend with each other over the future. So you have to think about what are the new future forces that are coming about. The phone and was one of the biggest future forces that was given to us. And, and, and if you started to really just sit down and think like, well, now that billions of people have access to the internet and it creates this social network, what are some of the things that's going to come out from it? Some people was thinking early on and they said, okay, well, damn, I need to start buying the same way the domain age came with the internet. Let me start getting uh, this Instagram handle, red Instagram, money Instagram. They start buying up these and they was able to sell them for millions later on because they understand the future force that was happening. They took that and they started to think and they say, okay, well, based on history, these are the way things get rolled out, right? So same thing that happened on blockchain. People start buying up all of the blockchain domains. Same thing that happened in the domain space, but because it was a new age, people start buying up instead of .com, they start buying up .ai. And people are making millions and tens of thousands selling domain names. So while some people are worried about the future, people study the past to understand anytime there's a new force and a new shift, there's money to be made. The movie industry understood that, man, we're going to start scanning your digital likeness right so that we don't have to utilize you no more because if we have ai we can utilize your image in perpetuity so we're gonna start putting that in a contract right they start buying up rappers catalogs because they understand that man in the future if we give everybody access to these catalogs to go mix and make their own music right we can make more money off the world having access and us taking our percentage and we owning the catalog but if you're not thinking about the future force and what things will be you're thinking about the value of it today versus the value of it 10 years from now. So holding on to it is smart, but everybody's not thinking like that. So the artists don't have to be doomed, right? Because there's so many ways, like music is forever. The question is, is what is the new way to utilize your voice as an instrument? I might be able to license out my voice, but I might put, rep, I might put certain things on there, certain things you can't say with my voice. Can't say no sucker stuff, no weird stuff with my voice. But let's say I license out my voice for it to narrate your books, right? It license out my voice, my IP and things of that nature for whatever it's going to do. So now I get to make money off your creative utility of my IP. And I just take my percentage. 
there's people that be wanting to put my my voice in songs so that's the same thing it's your digital rights it's your copyrights so the landscape is going to be changing so you have to think ahead and if you set up your business right and or you create the business for change then you make the money so listen People need to learn about AI. This is not like something that you should breeze by. You should sit down with your family, sit in the living room and learn about these future forces. So guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna teach about the future forces so that people can sit there instead of, I just ask for some of your Netflix time. I might ask for uh, some of that budget that you go, because people don't like paying for knowledge, but we pay for college. And that put the black community in more debt than anything. People don't like paying for knowledge, but you pay for liquor. So I don't really care about the whole knowledge should be free conversation. If that's the case, go argue about liquor should be free. Argue about the things that's not good for you should be free, not the things that are good for you. I don't believe in that conversation. I think that's a conversation for people who don't value things. The things that you know go asking you get into this club for free you won't you won't do that because you don't feel entitled right to liabilities you know you got to pay for that experience because they got something you want and you value that you will pay a, a 300 markup no no like a thousand percent markup for a bottle in a club but knowledge should be free because it's not about the knowledge, it's about the time and the product. It's a product that you're paying for. Forget the knowledge is having to be part of the product. It's a product. So we live in a space where people have to be able to make money, create bills, create the media that is going to allow you to learn it in a certain capacity. Because if a person ain't got no budget, man, they can't even afford the camera to shoot it in quality HD and 4K. They can't afford an editor to put it together. They can't afford the subscription of, the, uh, of wherever they're going to have this whole site on. They can't afford the people that needs to work to make sure that they following up on emails and making sure you're getting everything readily available. They can't afford the time it takes to research because they got to go work a regular job. So you don't think about the back end of it. But the reality of it is, is that every shift creates new jobs and new opportunities. Sometimes the opportunities have to be created by you. The technology doesn't create the jobs. The people that think create the jobs based on the opportunity and these new tools that are in now, and they start looking at the landscape. So this is why one of the main things I've been teaching for the last five years is creative thinking and people don't listen. I'm like, yo, the most important thing is, be, I put it in my book, matter of fact, I wrote it in my book. I said that it's creative thinkers because I was able to sit back and look at the landscape. I try to give you the thoughts that are ahead of time so you can absorb them and operate based on that capacity. But you gotta lock in. This new Keys coffee coming gonna be crazy. All right, so now we got to the point uh, paradigm keys um you can go to crowns 19 the link should be in the bio um get that book today if you ain't got it already i got new books coming out can't wait till those are finished i got a few new books coming out can't wait till those are finished 
this will be saved on the audio side because we got a new audio show coming out we just dropped the new high level which was the show at the apollo theater i just created the list for what i want on my next following season so i had to have a conversation and we're working on a lot of different things um the warehouse.ai is a warehouse of all the different ai tools that you may need for your business for your productivity for whatever it is on my way to new york fashion week as well all right so let's go here we're about to pull this up so i'm gonna get out of here in a second as soon as i'm done with these ai tools all right so of course everybody knows about chat gpt ChatGPT is the main tool that everybody learned from Sam Altman from OpenAI, right? Founder of WorldCoin, right? Now, ChatGPT is a great tool for, you know, I would say original thinking, right? You want to find quotes, you want to have it help create business plans, business models, right? You want to have it do, uh, um, you know, help with writing, any creative outlets and things of that nature that you may need. I think ChatGPT is best for that right really planning and strategizing with you chat gpt is great it's like having a very smart person in your pocket at any point in time for all the questions that you got that you want to ask just go ask chat gpt the problem with chat gpt is but what makes it original is the fact that it makes up stuff right um so sometimes it would have sources or it would have information that don't have true sources because it made it up and it sounds perfectly plausible so i wouldn't use chat gpt for research i would use it for originality for thinking right you can ask chat gpt to think about you know whether it's a business whether you wanted to help write newsletters whether you wanted to help write emails captions titles come up with ideas like yes work with chat gpt and of course it has these plugins which are these extra features that can be added on there so it can search the internet it can read youtube videos they can you know create recipes they can you know get to the point where it even start ordering stuff for you online like you can implement it on the back end as a plug-in tool for some of like uh, uh, uh let's say like mailchimp you can do something like zapier z-a-p-i-e-r as a tool that connects all of your back-end apps together so that they start working seamlessly together you can say hey i have a shopify store i want you to create you know an article and i need you to it can automatically upload it because you can connect shopify to chat gpt so now you should essentially theoretically your productivity should increase by 100 percent and everybody that works with you should increase by 100 percent and if they don't get rid of them that's my suggestion you can set the parameters of your chat gpt to be customized based on who you are so tell chat gpt the way you want it to answer questions so that you don't have to keep resetting so you say hey if you want to use chat gpt as a therapist that's up to you I'm not saying you should but serving as an example you can say listen chat gpt i got anxiety issues so every time i ask a question i need you to answer like a holistic therapist that has that has all of the information of psychology but i don't want you to just speak from a european ideology standpoint i need you to speak from an afrocentric standpoint and i need you to be empathetic to the fact that i grew up in low impoverished environments but i want you to speak to me in a tone that's always giving me confidence i don't know boom so now when it answers questions it's going to speak with that framework each and every time unless you go and change that framework 
right? Or you can say, hey, I'm a business owner. I sell hair, right? So every time that you answer, I want you to answer it in a point where you're you're making sure that this information is relatable to my goals. And then it's what's so, okay, what are your goals? My goal is to increase sale, increase visibility, right? Increase networking. I want to have information on here that nobody else knows. So now when you ask the questions, it's doing it based on that parameter. Boom, game number one. So listen, my AI class, my future, my future uh, class is going to be different. My future proof class is going to be different because prompting is a, is a uh, six-figure skill. So actually learning how to do it I'm, I'm a master thinking when it comes to prompting because I know how to communicate and I utilize my neocortex a lot, right? So actually being able to get the most out of it is the game. So let's say if you are a master prompter, then I can say, hey, I need this. I can tell you whatever I want and you don't have to be the expert, but because you know how to utilize ChatGPT, then you can get the actual results that I want from it. So now I'm not limiting you based on your education, right? Uh, based on your title. I'm just saying, listen, this is what I need. I need this data for this. I need it looked at this kind of way. Now, so ChatGPT does make up stuff. So it's not the best for factual information. So if you're writing a book and you need resources and sources rather for, you know, some of the information that you're talking about, I wouldn't use ChatGPT as a research assistant. I got one for you on that. Are we we here so far with it? We here so far with it. All right. Yeah, I hope we here so far with it. We make we making sense or we making sense? We cooking or we starving? We high level or we low level? Talk to me. I'm just trying to give y'all some game. So y'all can't say I didn't. Can't say I didn't. Boom. All right. This is what I'm about to do. All right. Well, I know I know we cooking. That was a rhetorical question. All right. So boom, crowns19.com. Uh-huh. All right. So boom. Can you take the cause they go the audio go catch up everything you do? Steve, the audio go capture everything you do. So if you if you go unzip, you got to zip it there. Thank you, sir. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. All right, boom. Let's just go. We're gonna go to Claude.ai. So this is the one that I think is actually good for it, right? Claude.ai is the best for it. So Claude.ai is good for research. Now, one of the things that Claude.ai has, it has bigger token length, right? Um, with its higher degree of token length, and like I said, I'll be teaching an AI class probably starting this one next weekend. I had to look at my weekend, but I want to do it over do it over a whole weekend where I just break down and go through it and really just give you a, like an AI mentorship. And not only that, we'll go over a bunch of future things as well. So pay attention. Um, so Claude is spelled C L A U D E, like Vent Claude Dam. 
Claude.ai. This is game. So learn this. Because ain't nobody talking about these. So I got to give you the game. ChatGPT is one, but these are meant to work three. They work, they're meant to work together. And the reason they're meant to work together because what one AI doesn't do, that's the reason that the other AIs are created for because they're creating value saying, well, hey, ChatGPT don't do this, but Claude does this, right? So ChatGPT is going to be coming out with ChatGPT 5. They're going to have, you know, a multimodal models, which means that someone going to do pictures, someone going to be doing video, right? Things of that nature. With ChatGPT, you can't tell it to search the internet and it will, it won't know, right? But I like ChatGPT for a lot of different reasons. So let's go to, let's go to um, Claude.ai. Now, what do I like about Claude.ai? A lot of these I have dislikes and I have likes for on each one of them. But Claude.ai is a great research tool because it searched the internet in real time, right? So meaning that it might not know something at first, right? But you can give it parameters and it can learn that fast because it has the ability to search the internet, right? All you have to do is it might ask you for more information so that it can go search this database and it can figure out what you're talking about because it might not know. And if y'all want to rewatch this one, um, it's going to be saved on my audio. So you got to make sure you go to Apple Music or re-listen to this one. It's going to be audio only. You got to go re-listen, right, at Apple Music and make sure you subscribe and leave a review if I'm giving you some information that's game-changing. All right, so Claude.ai, that's your research assistant. Now, the thing I like about Claude is the fact that it has larger token lengths. So I mean that you can almost put in a whole book and ask Claude to break it down right? Give me the best bulletin points. Give me the tone of the author, right? Uh, 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 where do you think that they got this information from? Claude, Claude will give you a breakdown of everything, right? Why? Because it has a larger token length. Token is basically like one token is like four words. So if you didn't know what token was, you're just looking at little data points. So where ChatGPT, you can't put in a large amount of tokens, right? So you know, Claude has like 10 times more that you can do. So you can put in like a whole book. Now, one of the things I like about, you know, Claude the most, I'm going to tell you about the most, you know what I'm saying, is the fact that you can upload links to it. So you can take a whole article that you have. You can take, you can take a picture of something. You can take a picture of your notes just like this, upload it to Claude and tell it to rewrite it over. Or tell it to give you further information on these notes or break this down. Like, yo, I was taking high-level notes. I need you to break this down in low-level details. Claude can do that. Claude is different. So I like it for that. It has what they call an AI constitution. And this AI constitution is what governs Claude by certain rules. So if Claude does something wrong, then Claude will actually come and fix the mistake as well once it figures it out. Where ChatGPT does not do that. So that's the high level on Claude. I ain't going to go too deep into it yet. Now, the last but not least is Bard.ai. Bard is B-A-R-D.ai. That's Google's. Now, with the bar, you can upload pictures as well. It searches the internet in real time, right? Um... And I like it because, of course, it is Google's one, and you're going to get a lot more probably faster and factual information. 
not only you can do things like because it has this visual recognizer and bard you can upload you might be i ain't tried this you might be able to upload a whole outfit you know and and, and uh ask ai to rate it <laughs> like because you can upload a website and then you can ask bart ai you know what are the, some changes i'm talking about a picture of the website what are some changes you think i should make on my website so you know therefore bar can go in there and be like yo you should probably move this here you should probably move this there it can grade the things for you so now you're utilizing it as another assistant as well right now you all are going to have to do your own research going deeper into bar i don't use this as much as i use the other ones but all of them have the ability to be able to grade things now don't go don't upload a picture of yourself because i don't know if bar is going to just be super truthful to you and be like based on the, the 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 societal beauty standards do i look good bar gonna be like you probably a 3.5 i'm gonna just be honest with you i don't know it might do that but that's the kind of play bar got going on right now from a visual standpoint and of course just the ability that is google's and you can search the internet and you can do a whole lot of different things right now it's so many more things that we can go into detail about this whole bar situation right but all of them uh, I'm going to leave it at that. You all going to have to do your own research. The rest is going to have to be sold and not told. But this has been, right, <laughs> 19 Keys, you know what I'm saying, high-level school, high-level thinking. Um, I hope you all enjoyed this today. Uh, if you did enjoy it, man, go get a book. Go get some merchandise or something. Go to uh, click the link in the bio. Make sure you all lock in. This is just free information for you to use, not abuse. And last but not least, man, I want you to I want to tell you this. So the information that I just gave you right now is very high level, right? And when I say high level, there is if we look at the human history, right? I just went over three different AIs that can do things that will blow people's mind, that should change people's business, that should revolutionize the way you do everything. You essentially just got the smartest people in the world working for you with some of the most powerful tools in the world. And you get access to some of these tools for free or just at a small cost. The problem is, is that a lot of you all go hear this. Some people will pick it up for about a week. And because it's going to stimulate you when you first use it and you'll be like oh this is amazing but you're going to realize that it's going to require you to become a master at it which means it's going to require days and weeks and months of getting great at this thing and if you do spend that time you're going to be ahead of most society the problem is because of the way that we operate today we go with fast consumption fast consumption means we consume it then after a week where it's no longer stimulating it, we put it down. So you're back to your old operations, asking questions that you have a tool that can answer it for you, being waiting for things that you already have a tool that you can use to fix your problem. I don't like it. I don't respect it. Right? Like it's, it's, it's disrespectful that we're not using this technology and that you're just being afraid of it. You actually have to go consume it and slowly consume it to get the most out of it. Because if you really just sit down and be and master these things, there's no reason that you should man, not make money with it. There's no reason that you should not be, you know, uh, increasing your effectiveness in all aspects of life. Like that deep dive into this.
Don't just jump on it, then leave. And don't, and, and, and you have to be careful because people, are, it's, it's a lot to be sold in this space, but you don't need it all. All of these different things that's coming up, don't. Some of these things you actually have to learn for yourself so that you can get good at it. But this is some of the greatest technology that's ever been invented. Don't do it to where you just had a quick feel good and a quick spark and then you put it back down. You should have stories where you like, man, because of that live, bro, I made an extra 10,000 in my business, an extra 20,000 in my business. Because of that live, I realized that you just gave me the power to hire a research, a researcher. You just gave me a power to have data, which means that I can now pull data from the whole entire world. You just gave me a newsletter. You just gave me an email writer, copywriter, right? You just, you just changed this game and everything that I do, because they even got, so you can go create videos you can create pictures you can create everything like and, and i do not see how we're not improving i don't see how we're not utilizing this data and utilizing these tools to be great and everybody that if you got anybody that works for you they better be a master at these tools as well or get rid of them Think about that. So do slow consumption, not fast consumption. So like I said, 19 Keys Coffee is coming. Um, we do have, um, we have 19 Minutes, a new show is coming. We have High Level Land, more on that soon. Um, of course, we have 19 Keys Radio, which are daily keys that I will be dropping um, early in the rising. That you're gonna go get so you're gonna make sure that you go subscribe to uh, apple music to high level conversations um just type in google bard if you want to find the bard one um there's a lot more that i'll be going over we're going to have a mentorship program that's going to be coming um a high level one and then the general one for the public you know we have a lot of different things that and, and very exciting and we're working with our nonprofit soon that we're going to be unleashing it's a lot of different things um, we opened up sponsorships. So people that want to sponsor high level conversations, want to see your business or your brand um, on high level conversations and get it to reach millions of people like we do. All you have to do is email um, 19keys at 19keys.com, right? Email 19keys at 19keys.com. Let us know what your budget and your product is and we'll get back to you. Um, Anything else for booking, always go to booking19keys at gmail.com. That's the one in the bio. If you want to get my book, it's in the bio. If you want to get our new tropics and our products that already stimulate the brain and the body, go to goldwater.com. It's G-O-L-D water.com. Or you can go to the link in the bio. You can find it in my captions. All right. So I appreciate y'all. You say everybody don't drink coffee. Um, well, this is for the coffee drinkers. All right. I didn't, when you make coffee, I'm going to tell you a secret. And the last thing y'all come here when you make it a, a a coffee you make coffee for coffee drinkers when you make a product you make a product for people who consume that product i don't know if you knew that but when we do have a tea i'll let you know but it's a lot of coffee drinkers out here so you know we we, we hopping into that space and this is not regular like caffeine coffee this is made from you know what I'm saying? The, the 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 plants. This is made from, 
you know, the functional mushrooms that's going to stimulate the brain. That's going to give your body everything that it needs so you will be locked in at a high level. So, you know, tap into the mycelium network. But, yeah, peace, family. <laughs>